years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It, it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Okay, Groundhog Day Show. Oh, uh, stop acting like you give a flying crap about stupid-ass Groundhog Day. <laughs> just stop with this dumb crap. I actually almost just swore there, to be honest. You almost made my man swear. <laughs> just stop acting like you give a crap. Honestly. <laughs> Groundhog Day. Oh, did he see his shadow? Ooh, all right. Did you see him? Nobody even knows. Like, you gotta, you gotta, like, you, you gotta, like, Google what it means. Like, if he sees his shadow or not. Oh, gosh. What happened? Did you? I didn't. I missed it. How's that my way to work? Did you see it? Ha, ah, ha. Ah. Stop acting like you give a, a crap about Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day blows. You blow. Somebody in the office. Hey, go is, home. They're gonna tell you. Ah, you know. Did you see? Six more weeks of winter, huh? Oh. <laughs> you can't punch him. You can't punch him. You, you should be able to punch someone in the face today if they bring up the groundhog shadow. Right? I feel like there should be some sort of law. Just a quick punch. If you get, if you get approached with a hot groundhog day update yeah. in your workplace, yeah. you should be allowed to just tag somebody real quick. I mean, not like really knock them out. Just give them a quick punch to the nose. Like just a, a quick jab to the nose. Enough to maybe bloody their nose, but not like completely knock them out. Boom. Just a little quick pop. Just tell them it's, enough. It's stupid, enough with the stupid groundhog. Stupid bastard. Stop acting like you care about groundhog day. Take off your stupid ass hat. All the news stations have like custom graphics ready to go. Oh. oh. Just stop. Live look. Ooh. Oh. They're waiting. Oh. Waiting for Phil. Oh. I want Punks and Tawny Phil to bite one of those uh, top hat guys so bad. Yeah, like a like, vicious. I, I want Groundhog Day one year to go horribly wrong. I want Top Hat, hat Man to lose a finger or something. How great would that be? I mean, like... I guess anytime somebody loses a finger, it's not good. But if there's ever somebody who I would love to watch on live TV lose a finger, it would be one of the top hat people. It would. Getting it bit off by Punxsutawney Phil. It's like, oh, things went horribly wrong. Blood squirting almost comically, though. Like when they make somebody bleed on an SNL skit. It's like, oh, God. it's just shooting all over the place like a sprinkler. That's what I want. Uh, we got a video sent to us uh, by Derek. He's a uh, trucker who lives in uh, Punxsutawney. I believe this guy's called us in the past about how he just ha- he lives in Punxsutawney and hates <laughs> Groundhog Day, right? Uh-huh. He sent us a uh, video on Facebook. Good morning, Mike and Big Bob. Going through the metropolis of Punxsutawney. <laughs> Groundhog Day. There's the park. They're getting ready. Look at that. All the little groundhog wood carvings in the back there. This place would be a freaking madhouse with a bunch of damn tourists that don't know their ass from the hole in the ground. <laughs> yeah, just to see a damn rodent pop out of the ground and say, ah, six more weeks of winter. Who gives a <laughs> sh-? So uh, have a good day, guys, and uh, be thankful you're not in Punxsutawney. See, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. All right, all right. 
from Pugs and Tawny resident Derek right there, truck driver, who uh, I think is on par with how we feel about Groundhog Day. Eh, who gives a crap? <laughs> I would also love to see uh, Pugs and Tawny Phil just have explosive diarrhea one year. Like as soon as they, oh, we're gonna we're gonna knock on Phil's little, oh, knock knock knock, oh, here he comes. I was thinking the Get other thing. Get in there and grab him, and then all of a sudden they they raise Phil up, right? They raise Phil up, and then all of a sudden a hot stream of groundhog chocolate right in Top Hat Man's face. I'd love that. I was thinking like a, a Phil sprinkler, like when they raise him up, it just you want Phil to urinate all over and like <laughs> everybody in the front rows in the splash zone, like they're at some sort of bad Sea World. Yeah, yeah. Furry woodland creature Sea World. Like oh Phil, hope oh, you got your raincoats no. on in the front row. Phil squirting today. <laughs> Phil gets real excited by the flash of cameras. Oh gosh. Phil's been drinking water all morning. All right, so hopefully somebody loses a finger if Phil makes bathroom. Only way to care about Groundhog Day. And I don't think that's ever going to happen. Stop acting like you care about Groundhog Day. All right. Uh, Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. High today, 21 degrees. Some scattered snow showers today. Wind chill near zero all day. There's kind of like a... Uh, a dusting of snow out there in a lot of areas and uh, some icy conditions. How was your driveway this morning, Bob? You have trouble with your driveway? Oh, yeah, it sucked. Yeah, it was brutal. Make you want a flamethrower again, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. And then I was like midway down the parkway coming through like the tunnels here to get the green tree. Yeah. And all of a sudden a blizzard broke out out of nowhere. Yeah, it was like whiteout conditions when I was driving in. It was, it was clenched butt cheek driving on my way in. Uh, Groundhog Day today. Our buddy Lowell tweets us here. You know what's worse than Punxsutawney Phil? Potomac Phil. He's a stuffed animal in Virginia. Is there a knockoff? (laughs) Yeah, they have generic generic groundhogs. I think they have one in, like, upstate New York, too. Oh, yeah, you're right. They do have one up there because I think it bit somebody one one year. I I hope this year everybody gets bitten or peed on. I mean, who shows up to see a a stuffed, like... Stuffed animal. Like, like, oh. Going to see Punk's Tawny Phil makes you reevaluate life itself. But going to see, like, a lower level groundhog? Oh, God. Nathan tweets here I'm pretty sure uh, Phil has both urinated on and bit the top hat guy in the last few years. It's possible. I, I, gotta, I gotta be honest. I think he has. I think he has urinated on one of the top hat guys. Hopefully. They deserve it. Ashley tweets here, when you start your road trip at 4.30, it's snowing, you can't see the roads, and can't wait for Mikey and Bob to come on, and they don't disappoint. Hashtag Phil makes bathroom. What if they knock on uh, Phil's little uh, little stump there, mm-hmm. and naked Phil Kessel comes out? How about that? Like, you want to make Groundhog Day good? What's he got to do? I know they got a game tonight. Like, send Phil Kessel, the punks of Tawny, the night before Groundhog Day, right? Yep, February yep. 1st. Yep. After a game or practice, whatever, take Phil Kessel from the Penguins, two punks of Tawny, and then right before it's time to pull Phil out, sneak, make a back door to uh, punks of Tawny Phil's little uh, stump there. Knock, knock, knock. Sneak nude Phil Kessel in and pull him out completely naked. And then Phil Kessel bites the guy's hand off. Yeah, and lights the stump on fire and puts it out with his own urine. Everybody go home. No more Groundhog Day. That's it. <laughs> Phil Kessel ends Groundhog Day forever. 
Uh, Ryan tweets us here, where the hell is bump and grind? Yeah, we forgot. Yeah, I don't know. We got uh, distracted by groundhogs, groundhogs urinating man. and biting people. We got distracted. But it is Friday, though. We like to start uh, the show with the first 45 seconds of bump and grind. Here we go. Telling me no. That's how we start Friday on the show. Hope that makes everybody uh, feel nice. Justin Timberlake had his uh, Super Bowl uh, press conference yesterday. Of course, he's performing at what Super Bowl are we even? Is it 52 uh, Sunday? Yeah. Eagles, Patriots. Why are we still doing the Roman numerals? Get those out of here. Like, no, I I don't understand Roman numerals. Like, every time I see that, I got to, like, look it up. Can we go to numbers? Just stop with that crap, NFL. Stop with the Roman numerals. I know they went to numbers for 50. And then it went back to Roman numerals. Why Why are we doing that? Is there a reason why they do that? I don't. It, it doesn't matter what the reason is. It doesn't is. even make sense. Just stop doing it. Nobody. You got to, like, look it up. I'm like, all right, what is it? What is X? Is X 10? All right, what do you got here? You try to count it out. Just go to numbers, man. Am, am I angry this morning? I feel like I'm You're angry heated. about everything. You're pretty heated. Punks and Tawny Phil. It's all the damn Super Bowl. Hogs. Justin Timberlake, Super Bowl press conference yesterday. Uh, he said one major thing. Didn't really give away any secrets on guest appearances or anything like that. He did say he will be performing. Can't stop the feeling. He let that leak out. Whoa. Watch out. Of course he's going to play that, you know? He's yeah. going to play the hits. He'll probably play one or two of his new songs. He better not go too deep on that new album, though. Two songs, maybe, Timberlake. If you go three... It's one too many. Two new songs at most in maybe just a minute of each. Stay with the hits. Stay with the hits, Timberlake. The big thing to come out of Justin Timberlake's Super Bowl press conference, Justin Timberlake said his son will never play football. Oh, the NFL can't be happy about that. Can you believe it? Let me just... Oh, this God. is how stupid of a day and age we live in with with the media and how they take, like, whatever sound bite they want to turn it into something. All right, I just Googled Justin Timberlake's son football. Yeah. ESPN headline, Justin Timberlake says his son will never play football. ABC News, Justin Timberlake, my son will never play football. Fox News, Justin Timberlake, my son will never play football. New York Daily News, Justin Timberlake says his son will never play football. USA Today, Justin Timberlake, Super Bowl halftime performer, says son will never play football. Oh, God, NFL can't be happy about this. All right, here's the actual audio of Justin Timberlake pretty much being asked, like, you know, will his son ever... would, would, would he encourage his son to be a performer or maybe play sports growing up? He did come to rehearsals yesterday. I was shocked at how quickly he could cover 100 yards. 
So it runs in our family. Speed runs in our family. <laughs> so you would support if he wanted to run some routes and get in the NFL? Uh, he will never play football. Okay. Uh, no, no. I, I mean, yeah. If it, it, My main objective is that he become a great person. That is so sarcastic, Justin Timberlake saying that. Like, uh, he will never play football. Yeah. It's so sarcastic. And then listen to the end here. If he wants to get into the arts or sports, then right. yeah, I mean, right. I, I would I would fully support that. All right. <laughs> I mean, he absolutely says, my son will play football. Like, in a completely different tone than he's talking. He like, almost says it sarcastically, like, no, my son's probably not going to make it to the NFL. Like, nah, he's never going to play football. Like, almost laughing about it. And then saying, like, yeah, if he wants to get into sports or he wants to get in the arts, I will absolutely support it. But the headline... Justin Timberlake says son will never play football is just so stupid because he says it so sarcastically when you actually hear the audio. Was it a joke? Was it serious? The <laughs> NFL can't be happy. It's just, I hate everything right now. I hope the groundhog bites Justin Timberlake. Why, Tim, he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. All right, if, if Timberlake plays three new songs, Punks and Tawny Phil, throw them up on stage to bite Justin Timberlake. Two new songs, that's all you get, Timberlake. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Some snowy, icy conditions out there this morning. High today, just 21 degrees. Scattered snow showers today with wind chill uh, near zero all day. If you're listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, what a special treat now through Sunday. First of all, Justin Timberlake has his new album, uh, Man of the Woods, out. Yes. You can hear the new Justin Timberlake album absolutely free, plus millions of other songs and albums and create-your-own-playlists, customized playlists, playlists that iHeartRadio has already cultivated for you, all free this weekend on the iHeartRadio app. It's part of our iHeartRadio All Access free preview weekend. I mean, just making custom playlists and stuff. So much fun, man. Uh, so you can get all your favorite music for free this weekend. Every time before I go out to do the snow. You just load playlist up a playlist, up. Yeah. right? Yeah. Give myself like 40 minutes. Good to go. Uh, so you can hear Timberlake's new album and uh, enjoy every feature that the iHeartRadio app has to offer. Our iHeartRadio All Access free preview weekend. No credit card. No obligation. Free. Download it. Open up the free iHeartRadio app right now to check out the free uh, all-access weekend. And, by the way, it's the place you're going to get our podcast, too. Mikey True. and Bob Radio, every day after the show, we uh, we download. Uh, you can download or stream our podcast. So that's up for you, too, on the iHeartRadio app. Everything, every feature that the iHeartRadio app entails, it's all free for you right now through Sunday. So download the free iHeartRadio app today. Go to iHeartRadio.com. See the Ryan Shazier update? I did. I did. Uh, Ryan Shazier, Steelers linebacker, of course, who had to have spinal uh, surgery after that injury uh, in December versus the Bengals. He was discharged uh, Thursday from the UPMC rehab facility he he was at, posted some pictures on Instagram, and uh, said, I've had a lot of first downs at UPMC, but being the defensive guy I am, my mind is on three and out. With that being said, I want everyone to know that I'm moving on to the next step of the process. Today's a big day for me as I am officially being released from the hospital. I want everyone to know that all the support prayers are absolutely being answered. I will continue to work hard and push and find a way back. Uh, so he's going to go to an outpatient therapy program now. Um, Steelers uh, linebacker Vince Williams, who's really good friends with Ryan Shazier, tweeted, an update on Ryan, dot, 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 he lit. <laughs> 
Uh, one picture, though, that definitely stuck out that Shazier sent out was a picture of him with Ben Roethlisberger in the hospital and Ryan Shazier standing up. So I know there hasn't been a lot of Ryan Shazier updates. Well, every picture we've seen from him has been in a wheelchair so far. Yeah, that's the first picture where you're like, all right, you don't know if he's going to ever play football again. You know he's got a long way to go to recover. But that's the first picture I've seen of him standing up, right? I mean, just being able to stand and support himself while yeah. standing, that's awesome. Uh, so it looks like it, definitely a good update for Ryan Shazier as he uh, gets uh, discharged yesterday from the uh, hospital. All right. Right now, it is time for Today in Freak Show History, brought to us by our friends at Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in Freak freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History. All right. For Today in Freak Show History, we take you back a few years because today is Groundhog Day. Now, there's a lady named Eileen from Blonox. She used to call our show Uh, a few years back, like all the time. We'd have her on the show, uh, you know, a few times a week. Uh, A few years back for Groundhog Day, we had Eileen from Blonox on the phone. Now, uh, one thing that people might not remember about Eileen, uh, she told us she has the power to channel animals, like psychic powers to where she could become an animal. (laughs) So, of course, a few years back on Groundhog Day, we asked Eileen to become Punxsutawney Phil. Ah. I'm the groundhog. You're only going to have six weeks of winter for one. It's not that long. Phil, did the giant guy in the top hat touch you? Yep. Where'd he touch you at? I usually pick the groundhog up by the neck and I don't like it. Where would you rather be touched at? In the province with the female groundhog. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. <laughs> Six more weeks of winter then, huh? Yep. <laughs> Phil, what would you say to a female groundhog if you could talk to one right now? Good looking groundhog. Let's have some fun. 96.1. Of course, the Super Bowl is on Sunday. Everybody will be watching Patriots versus Eagles. I got to think a lot of Steeler fans probably want the Eagles to win. Uh, I kind of want the Eagles to win just because, well, first of all, you don't want the Patriots to win. I think a lot of people in Pittsburgh just have... Patriots hate, right? Yeah. Even though I doubt we're Eagles fans, right? Um, but you don't want the Patriots to get a six Super Bowl. Because the Steelers stand alone with six right now. And that just wouldn't be good. I mean, on top of everything else, that that is a good enough reason not to want the Patriots to win. Plus, after seeing how Eagles fans reacted when they won the NFC title game, I kind of want the Eagles to win just to see what happens to the city of Philadelphia. Remember they were greasing the uh, like the traffic poles with uh, like Crisco? Yeah, yeah. Like the cooking oil <laughs> to try to prevent fans from climbing on traffic lights and stuff after the NFC title game, and it didn't work very good, right? People still climbed them. So what are they going to use now for the Super Bowl? They're going to use uh, like gear, gear oil? Yeah. All right, this is from uh, Philly here. Sources say police plan to use a form of gear oil instead of Crisco oil to grease poles along Broad Street and up in the Northeast. So they have something new they're going to grease their poles with in Philly now. 
Yeah. Try to prevent people from climbing. For Sunday night's expected big eagle celebration. Regular gear oil is like the consistency of molasses. It's thick. You can't get it off your clothes. It smells, and it's really tough to clean up. Police also say fans who join the celebration will see more Philly and state police. There will also be lots of mounted police on street corners. All right, I don't know if that's such a good thing because the last two Eagles playoff games, uh, drunk fans have punched police horses mm-hmm. like it's been two games in a row now so let's not go for a third one but they will have more mounted uh city and state police and if things get out of hand yeah. police in those so-called turtle protective suits turtle protective bring it like in riot the, gear bring it in the damn ninja turtles turtle might suit. come out too you know we are about business but we are so about the uh, business of allowing people to celebrate as long as it's done peacefully yeah remember there was the uh the video of the person on like the quad Taking it up the rocky steps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's remember the video of the guy like in the uh, the subway running full blast, trying to catch a train and just running into a pole. Uh, guy shirtless, wearing uh, what was it? Wearing like an Eagles mask. Like I can't wait. I hope the Eagles win the Super Bowl just because I want to mm-hmm. see stupid videos of Eagles fans just going absolutely nuts. Now, if you're thinking about climbing that pole right there, you might want to forget about it. That stuff is really nasty. Yeah. They will start applying that stuff to the poles around three o'clock Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna stop anybody. A gear oil on the poles Ruin now instead clothes. of Crisco? Smells bad. Yeah, nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to be thinking like, oh, I can't try to climb that pole now because I don't want the gear oil to ruin my Eagles jersey. No. They're, they're so dumb, they're actually making it more of a challenge. That's like a badge of honor. It really is like a challenge. Though, thinking like, all right, well, nobody's climbing poles now because this is going to stain your clothes. You think Eagles fans are really going to care? A lot of Eagles fans will probably frame their jersey mm-hmm. if it's covered in gear oil. Look at that right there. That was from 10 years ago. <laughs> Night we beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Your your pap your pap climbed a pole, got all covered in gear oil, actually fell off a traffic light, and shattered, shattered my pelvis. Those are Super all Bowl stains. It. All worth it right there. I can't wait uh, to see the Eagles celebrate, Eagles fans celebrate, if they win the Super Bowl. By the way, they have no chance to win the Super Bowl. Come on, man. No chance to win. I mean, come on. What are you betting against Tom Brady? Hate the Patriots. Hate Tom Brady. The, what is Nick Foles going to win the Super Bowl? Nick Foles. Tom Brady versus Nick Foles. You're going to believe it, Nick. Like, I hate it. The Eagles are not going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, no. Like, maybe, no, they got a good deal. Nope. No. No. Sorry. No chance. I want them to win so bad, though, just because I love the challenge of gear oil on their poles in Philadelphia. Nick tweets us here, I feel like Philly is really encouraging people to be naked once they ruin all their clothes. That's a good point. If you get gear oil, which they're greasing up, like, traffic poles and stuff with so people don't climb them if the uh, Eagles win the Super Bowl... Uh, we could get more naked people in Philly. I'm all for that, too. I Celebrate. just I hope the Eagles win, and I just want to see Philly as wild as possible, just so we all have something to laugh at, um, you know, with the hurt that comes with, I guess, the Eagles or the Patriots, obviously, uh, winning the Super Bowl. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Punxsutawney Phil has saw his shadow six more weeks of winter. Oh. Ew. You know what has to just be awful? Like the awkward filing out of people from Gobbler's Knob at, at, after he sees his shadow or yeah. whatever. It's just yeah. like, what do you do? Just walk away with other people? Just like, oh, so there was that then, huh? How about that, huh? All right. 
Why Chad Walk of Shame. Why why are we here? What do we do now? Where do we go now? We really showed up for that, huh? All right then. Eh. The news stations have like custom graphics with their logo on it. Just everybody stop with this. <laughs> they did. They Cancel do Groundhog Day. <laughs> custom graphics. Just stop. It's just so stupid. Just everybody stop acting like this is a thing. Uh, let's get down to Florida. We always cover weird Florida stories on the show. It's time for another Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. yes. It happened again. It's, it's another, another Florida, Florida story. Uh, down to Florida we go where, you know, I love the news down in Florida when they just do, like, news teases for the out-of-control Florida stories. Here was the news tease, you know, to get people watching mm-hmm. uh, the story when it comes later in the news. Well, it was an unusual sight at an apartment complex. A man is spotted working out completely naked. Oh, and the story gets stranger, if you can imagine that, from there. Hear why on News 6 at 7. How do you turn off News 6 at 7? It gets stranger? Naked workout guy, and it gets stranger? Gotta watch. So here's the story. Well, it is not your typical arrest in Orange County. A man arrested after someone spotted him working out at his apartment's gym completely naked, and it gets stranger from there. Several people complained to management that 57-year-old Carrie Haynes was using oh. every machine in the buff. I mean, 57-year-old Carrie, a 57-year-old naked man just working out in the apartment. This wasn't like he's working outside or no, running naked. Uh-uh, no. Somebody uh-uh. saw him naked. He's at the apartment he's getting, gym complex using all the machines getting too. Getting sets in. Putting those mm. bare sweaty cheeks on all the machines. According to the arrest report, while Haynes was riding a stationary bike. Oh man, riding oh, a stationary bike. Throw it away. Oh, you know that he, seat is done. You know he had wet crack too. Oh, oh gosh, wet crack. Just wet, just skin on seat right there. The, just the wet friction. Oh. A maintenance worker approached and recorded him. Yeah, got to record that, right? That's once in a lifetime. With a cell phone, Haynes replied, I was just working out. Just working out, man. That's just, all it is. Just, just getting a workout this in. This is just a workout. It's a little too hot for uh, clothes. You're naked and you're using every machine in here. Uh, do you, <laughs> your cracked sweat is everywhere sir and you want to talk about like wiping down the gym equipment after it he wasn't wiping anything no no if you're naked at the gym you don't care about wiping anything down but haynes was committing a sex act still nude by a lake when deputies arrested him yesterday wait wait, hold hold on hold on i guess it got weirder like they said (laughs) things got a little strange after that workout huh he went from naked workout at his apartment's gym and the maintenance man is you know videotaping him yeah Pretty much putting a highlight reel together, <laughs> like he's going to be on like American Ninja Warrior or something like that, which he should be. And then he leaves the gym, and then cops find him committing a sex act by a lake. Wow. Florida making the show once again. I mean, it's every day, right? It's every day something insane like that happens down in Florida. We were covering this story a while back about this high school in Utah. Who uh, who came up with uh, you know they were doing I, I think like a poll yeah um, on what their their mascot should be called and uh, they came up with uh, the Phoenix right mm-hmm. so the school was going to be called uh, the Phoenix and there was an issue with that because they figured out what the plural form of uh, Phoenix is which is Phoenixes. So, an update from Utah. The mayor of Farmington is asking the Davis School Board to consider a new mascot for the city's new high school. How great is that? That they're being like, the can mayor. we just, can we, 
All right, can we make it a new mascot? I know we've gone with Phoenix already, but can we stop? He is concerned the school's mascot <laughs> of the Phoenix will set students up to be ridiculed by rivals. Yes. He and many others say the plural of the word Phoenix yep. sounds too much like a male body part. Yeah, it, it's Phoenixes. Yeah. By the way, we have such an educational show here because even when we first brought this up like a couple months ago on the show, I never knew that the plural form of Phoenix was Phoenixes. And obviously, for it being a high school, you could see how other schools... Let's go, Phoenixes! I mean, that chant just all day. Phoenixes! Phoenixes! <laughs> Phoenixes! Phoenixes! So you could see why the mayor's like, Hey, can we, can we just make it something else? Can we change our name to something else? Students chose the Phoenix mascot. Why, of course the students did. Mm-hmm. Somebody found out the plural was Phoenixes, and they're like, all right, we yes. can sneak this one under the radar and then be called the Phoenixes. In a vote last year. Yeah. Don't we need to relook at that, yeah. letting the kids know that this surfaced after they had that vote? No, no. The kids knew exactly what they were doing. This was the plan. Yeah. The Salt Lake Tribune said that they found documents or obtained them yep. that said that students actually voted more for two terms. Okay, now hold on. There was real investigative reporting that went into this, and they found out that students voted for two other things okay. before the Phoenix, uh-huh. or plural, Phoenixes. Phoenixes. They were... Fascists or the farts. <laughs> How did... Fascists were number one. How does the news guy deliver the farts? The farts were number two. Without even, like, blinking. Name the school the farts. You'd probably you'd be the only school in the entire country, probably the world, with the nickname the Farts, right? I mean, the Farts—that's just intimidation. It is fascists or the Farts. He does deliver that like a prose. Fascists or the Farts. But the, the Phoenix was the first <laughs> official mascot yeah. that they voted for. The district <laughs> says it has no plans to consider a new mascot. Yeah, not changing the mascot. They are going to be known as the Phoenixes. Let's go Farts! Uh, Let's mean, go Farts! If you get the chance to pick, you only get to pick one mascot. That that doesn't come around, you know, every year. You get one shot. Start a new high school. They went with Phoenixes. Solid choice. Only because they weren't allowed fascists or the farts. <laughs> yeah, Christy just sent us a picture here. I've officially reached peak office lady status. I clogged one of the industrial toilets in the bathroom at work. One more flush and it would have flooded. Not sure if I should be embarrassed or proud. Uh, I'm probably proud. I would run away if I were you. She sent a picture of the toilet, too. Run away and pretend like it never happened. Tweeted a picture of the toilet, too. It's magical. I'm, I'm really glad, though, that she clogged a toilet and that is just like, oh, before before I handle this, <laughs> I have to take a picture of the clogged toilet and send it to Mikey and Bob. Uh, we got to find out where Christy works. Send Matt Mertz over. Drains, clogs, backed up logs. Matt Mertz! I mean, it's really mature of her in the office to take care of the problem, too. Mature? Yeah, like I would have ran away. Oh yeah, you always run away on the clog. You don't you don't sit there and like you, I, you don't email. Remember that one time I clogged the woman's bathroom here? Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. shameful. Yeah. Did I own up to that or did, did I wait till No, you did. I did. Yeah. Well, I had to because it was the woman's room, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have been in there to start out with. <laughs> no, I shouldn't have been. Be, but it was really early in the morning and I get here before anybody else on the third floor gets here. And other than other than I think 
do we have who works on the third floor in the morning? Like Val, Val Porter from the DV Morning Show. Abby, but she, yeah, Abby from 105.9 The X. Uh, I don't think they're in here as early as I am though. No, I think no. this. I think this was before Abby was doing the morning show on the X though. I think Val was the yeah, only yeah. female working on our floor that early, but she wasn't even in. No, uh-uh. and I remember I had an emergency and I wasn't going to make it to the men's bathroom, so I went in the women's room and clogged the toilet, and it was so shameful. And I remember I did send an email that was just like, I, you know, the person that, you know, needs to contact maintenance. I was like, listen, I'm owning up to it right now, but this is what happened. I clogged the woman's room toilet. I don't even want to get into it. Just, Things got <laughs> real. Uh, let me just give you the info you need. It was an emergency. I clogged the toilet. Don't ask any questions. Let's just move on from here. <laughs> Uh, the Justin Timberlake album, uh, Man of the Woods, is out right now. You can listen to the album for free. Listen, you don't even need to go buy the album. Right now. You, don't. you don't even need to download the album. Nope. Pull up the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to Justin's album for free right now. It's part of our iHeartRadio All Access free preview weekend. You hear Justin's new album, millions of other songs, albums, make your own playlists, mm-hmm. listen to our podcast. Like the iHeartRadio app is free. It's it's always free to download and you get you know certain features. You can listen to thousands of radio stations. You can listen to our station. You can listen to our podcast. But then, you know, there's, there's all access features. Right, right. Like, you know, making all these custom playlists and stuff like that. Everything is free this weekend. No obligation, no credit card info you need to put in. All free. Unlock the iHeartRadio app and all the features on it. And then, you know, sign up if you feel like it. Everybody has their go-to streaming app for music, right? So if you have one that you, like, pay monthly for, try out the iHeartRadio app this weekend. You'll have everything unlocked, and then see if you like it. You want to make it your go-to, uh, you know, streaming app. Go listen to that Timberlake album. Yeah, I haven't even got the chance to listen to it. Other than like the the couple songs that he's already put out, I haven't even heard it yet. So I probably won't hear it till like you know after the uh, show. But you can hear his new album and all the uh, other features. It is our iHeartRadio All Access free preview weekend starting right now on the iHeartRadio app, and then later tonight. 8 p.m. exclusively here on 96.1 KISS, the iHeartRadio album preview with Justin Timberlake. He runs down some of the songs on his new album, Mm -hmm. some of the stories behind uh, the making of his album. That is tonight here on 96.1 KISS and the iHeartRadio app at 8 p.m. So make sure you got the iHeartRadio app. It is a big uh, free preview all-access weekend. Uh, Penguins back at home tonight. They're taking on the uh, Capitals. Capitals in first place in the Metro. Penguins in third place. Uh, six points behind the uh, Capitals, so looking to make up some ground tonight. Should be a fun game. Uh-huh. See the picture of uh, Phil Kessel yesterday? I did. Unbelievable. I did. I Just when you think, like, all right, the legend of Phil Kessel is, it can't get any bigger. Like, we've seen it all. We've heard it all. It's amazing, right? Evgeny Malkin tweeted a picture out of Phil Kessel. He's in like a penguins. What? What is that? Like a cryobaric chamber or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it's one of those chambers where, like, after your workout, you go in it and it's supposed to help your muscles heal faster or whatever. Like, it freezes your body. So it's it it it's like a it, it's like a big black like stand up case that Phil Kessel is standing in, and he's uh, all you see is his head. And it's just, it's incredible, man. Like, Phil Kessel, you know, he's going bald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got a lot of hair. You know, he doesn't have a shaved head or anything. And all you see 
It's his balding head peeking out of the cryobaric chamber, and it's so good. I mean, the, like the the fog from the <laughs> the chamber just spilling out over top. All you see is Phil's head. It makes him look like some sort of mystical wizard, is what it, it does. does. It does. I mean, you remember when Michael Keaton played uh, Beetlejuice? Yeah. Was yeah. that in the 90s? Yeah. He's very Beetlejuice looking, right? And Phil Kessel kind of looked like Beetlejuice a little bit in that he, picture. He does. It's just magical, though. And, of course, Gino's the one who uh, who puts it out. Like, nobody else on the team is going to send the picture of Phil out in the cryobaric chamber, you know. I mean, he's topless, too. Phil's shirtless in the chamber. We Listen, we talked about when Phil Kessel first came to the Penguins, we talked at great length about shirtless Phil Kessel. And we... We almost put a challenge out there to find a shirtless Phil Kessel picture online. Because they don't exist. Like, they never interview him in the locker room where he has a shirt off. No. It just never happens. We just wanted to see shirtless Phil Kessel. I remember this when he first joined the team, I believe. Yeah. We Googled it. And listen, the thing is, there are people who have Photoshopped shirtless Phil Kessel. Which like is kind of weird. There's plenty of those that exist, yeah. so it's easy to find a Photoshop shirtless Phil Castle picture. It's weird that you find those. And yeah. by the way, today, very easy to find a uh, a photoshopped Punxsutawney Phil Castle picture. Those oh. are all over the place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we ended up finding one old Phil Castle picture of him at the beach. It was from, I think, a Boston Bruins player Instagram. Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Like, he used to play for Boston, right? Phil Kessel at one when point? When he first came in the league, yeah. And then Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. And it was a picture, I mean, probably, what, 10 years ago? A Phil Kessel shirtless on a beach. A very young Phil Kessel. But it was kind of taken, like, far away. That's all we found. It's the only shirtless Phil Kessel picture we found. That was it. That was it. Such a great picture of him in the cryobaric chamber, though. And even better that Gino is the one who put it out. So uh, tonight it's Penguins Capitals uh, looking to make up some ground in the. Uh... He's only 30. <laughs> is he really? Phil Castle's 30 years old. I thought he was a lot older than that. What a legend, man. What a legend. Oh. I mean, the cryobaric chamber picture, he looks like he's probably about 48. Yeah, yeah. That Phil's 30, man. Good for him. Good for Phil Castle. The hair's all wild. The beard's wild. Yeah, let's go Pens tonight. They're at home versus the uh, Capitals. You can hear the game on uh, 105.9 The X, home of the Penguins on the free iHeartRadio app. Uh, Bruno Mars and Cardi B finesse. It is Mikey and Bob, the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Did you see what Bruno Mars was uh, tweeting yesterday? He's going back on tour, right? Yeah. He uh, tweeted out yesterday, what if I told you I want to do one more U.S. tour so we could celebrate 24-karat magic together one last time. I mean, he cleaned up at the uh, cash at the in, Grammys. Bruno. And he said, what if I told you I'm going to bring my little sis Cardi B on tour so we can really turn your city upside down, make this finale a party. And then he said, announcement tomorrow, 24 karat magic finale. I'm doing it. So I'm sure we'll, uh, we're probably going to get another Bruno show here. I mean, he's, a, he's unbelievable. If you've never seen Bruno Mars live, he's, uh, he's the best performer alive right now, man. He really yeah, is. Yeah. Like, I know Timberlake's pretty good. There's nothing like Bruno and his band. It's incredible. So, yeah, we'll let you know. What, you aren't going to mention Guns N' Roses? Sorry. (laughs) 
You want to see a real band live? Hey, by the way, I can't wait because uh, <laughs> Monday morning on the show, you you can almost guarantee. Oh yeah, yep. yep, yep. Justin Timberlake Super Bowl halftime show Facebook comments on the show should have been a rock band. Can't wait for that. We definitely got to do that. Uh, we go to Vancouver now. They're having a porta potty problem. Well, Vancouver police are stepping up their hunt for what appears to be a serial arsonist at work in the city. But it's not buildings being set on hmm. fire. It's something far more unusual and just as dangerous. Yep. CTV Shannon Patterson reports on a porta potty firebug. Uh, there is somebody, an arsonist, lighting porta potties on fire in Vancouver. Is there anything more disgusting than you could, that you can oh, light on fire than a porta potty? The smell. Oh, geez. Last night, it happened again. Yeah. Another porta potty set on fire in a downtown Vancouver alley. Yes. This is uh, getting out of hand. Since December 9th, 19 porta potties have My God. been destroyed 19. in a series of 11 arsons <laughs> in and around the downtown core. 19 flaming porta potties. That police believe are all connected. Yeah. Police are warning anyone with a porta potty near their home or business. Please pull them away from your structure. Yeah. Try locking them and try removing the hand sanitizer and uh, the toilet paper. Whoa, 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 whoa. Remove the toilet paper. Time out here. That doesn't seem like a fair trade off. If you run in there, it's emergency. There's no toilet paper. Well, how, how often when you go to a porta potty are you checking if there's toilet paper? It's usually in the you know yeah the, like the the big holster there right, and you don't really see the toilet paper. It's not like it sits in an open roll in no, the porta potty. It's got the flap down. Yeah, over where it. you pull like the toilet paper down. So a lot of times you won't even check. Imagine being in Vancouver. And have a porta potty emergency. Sit down. There's no hand sanitizer, oh. no toilet paper. What do you even do? Cry. Light it on fire. Light it on fire and run away. Obviously. I mean, there's not a lot of uh, stories out of Canada where they have uh, some sort of crime problem. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Something going on in Vancouver, though. Somebody is lighting porta potties on fire. 19 of them. Oh. Just imagine that smell. Oh. Especially if they've been sitting there a couple days. What smells worse on fire nothing. than a porta potty? Oh, Not much. Oh. Like that burning plastic smell too. That alone, yeah. And like the bl- the blue goo that they put in the porta potty, like that's got to be flammable, right? I imagine that is flammable, and I imagine it like almost steams up. Oh god! Like when you're cooking a a hot pot on. The- Oh, on the stove. God. I man. imagine it just kind of cooks down there and what steams a, up. What a gross show we have. Yeah, just disgusting. Like, we, what's wrong with, I don't know. Like, it's, it, not us, the Canadians ju- that are lighting the porta potty. I know, but fire. there's no reason for us to even be talking about this. It's not local. It's just in Vancouver. We just got excited because Flaming Porta Potties makes the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the Today Show here. Good Morning America earlier this week did a report on. Uh, people getting sick or getting this flu uh, bl- bug that's going around at Super Bowl parties. Super flu. Right, yeah, because you're going to be sharing snacks. Or the, you know, So the Today Show, two days later, drops this. This morning, doctors fighting the flu have a new concern. <coughs> Call it Super Bowl fever. Oh, yeah. Whoa. The fear this Sunday's yeah. big game could turn out to be a giant Petri dish of sorts, spreading oh. the flu to thousands of fans. Oh, <coughs> I have big game flu. I can't call it Super Bowl flu. 
I have big game flu. But yeah, your risk definitely increases. The prospect of getting sick is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Anytime okay. you put that many people in one place, yeah. uh, regardless of what they're doing, they're going to be at an increased risk of transmission. Yeah. I mean, oh. Anytime you're around other people, <laughs> uh, you're, you're at risk. Thousands. Of, of getting, uh, you know, sick. Big I mean, obviously. Break, breaking big game news. If you're around other human beings, you could get sick. It doesn't matter whether you're at a big game party or an orgy, you could get sick around other people. What? Workers at U.S. Bank Stadium are tackling the problem head on. All right, so these are the workers at the the stadium in Minnesota. Cleaning and disinfecting everything in sight. Yeah, that doesn't matter. They're cleaning. Nobody's there right now. The game's not going on right now. Nobody's going to be cleaning during the game. Who would have known they cleaned there? During the actual Super Bowl. Well, I... I figured they would have just left it like it was for the last Vikings game. You know, don't disinfect anything at all. Just keep it the same. But don't think because you're not going to be in Minneapolis, you're immune. Yeah, you're not safe. Doesn't matter if you're going to the big game or not. No one's safe from the super flu. All across the country at those fun Super Bowl parties, there could be an uninvited guest. Yeah, here we go. The flu virus. Uh, yay, who who brought the flu into the party? Uh, it's working overtime. Oh, it's working oh, overtime, Overtime. Uh, right. Everybody just... I big mean, what, game fever. What, it, what's, what, what are we going to end up with here? Diarrhea. So, like, they're just going to tell me stay home, right? Like, that's going to be the... That was the end of the Good Morning America one. Sleep it was it, like... Sleep it off. Uh, yeah. So everybody's... Stay home if you don't want to get the flu, because if you go to a party, you might get sick. But experts say there are steps you can take to protect yourself if your goal is not getting sick. Mm. Is one of them going to be stay home? Use disposable cups and plates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't share food or drinks. Okay. Don't tongue kiss any strangers at the Super Bowl party. Don't lick random things. At the Super Bowl. Don't lick random people. And the big personal foul, no double dipping your chips. Yeah, you could die if you double dip a chip at this point. With this flu, something yeah, going around. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to keep from being sidelined with the flu, you could just stay home. There it is. I mean, we knew that's where it was going to go. Stay home for the damn Super Bowl because something going around. Alone. The less contact you have with people in general, uh, the better your chances <laughs> are of avoiding it. So stupid. Have no friends anymore. Everybody safe. That's how the Good Morning America report ended, too. Be like, something going wrong. If you don't want the flu, everybody just stay home. Because here are some ways you could get the flu. You know, licking other people's cups and kissing people and double dipping chips. Catching sneezes out of the air in your (laughs) mouth from strangers. Playing a halftime game called Sneeze in My Mouth. Hey, stranger, sneeze this way. I'm going to try to catch it in my mouth. Ah. A fun halftime game we're going to play. It's like the dogs catching the Frisbee. Instead of doing Super Bowl squares this year, we're going to play a game called Cough in My Face. (laughs) Just stay home, everybody, on Sunday so you don't get the super flu and die. Don't lick anything either. Who the hell is this? Who's what? Uh, Groundhog Day is so stupid. What, What now? Stanton Island Chuck predicts early spring. Punxsutawney Phil says six more weeks of winter. Who the hell is Stanton, Stanton Island, Island Chuck? Chuck. Oh, all these like generic ass groundhogs trying to be Punxsutawney Phil. Like, uh, this is. Can we cancel this all? Uh, just uh, Stanton Island Chuck. Uh, mm. Like Stanton Island has to really suck. <laughs> they still. They stole the groundhog and made their own. Like, there's nothing worse. Who shows up to see a knockoff groundhog? I bet that's not even a thing. 
I bet they just do it like City Hall or something in Stanton Island. Just like, hey, here's, here's Chuck. We, we've been doing this for five years now. Here's Chuck. What do you think, Chuck? Uh, Thrifty Inzer uh, tweets us. Can't believe I'm admitting this, but I had to explain to my husband what Peter peanut butter butt cheeks are. Then how I subsequently had it at work. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I was stunned for a second about the husband not knowing. Oh, she, she's eight months pregnant. Oh, wow. So a little accident there. I don't know how you describe peanut butter butt cheeks. Just when you have an accident, maybe. And it's just like, imagine peanut butter between your cheeks. Peanut butter butt cheeks. It is traumatic if you get that. Especially at work. Uh, DJ Hoy tweets us, worst nightmare just confirmed. Just heard my eight-year-old say to our Amazon Echo, Alexa, play Kids Bop. Kill me now, please. Yeah, just embrace it. Whew. Let the kids enjoy uh, Let the kids enjoy the Kids Bop. Why not, right? It's a, it's a hard listen there. Uh, Justin Timberlake had his Super Bowl halftime press conference yesterday, and the big headline was Justin Timberlake doesn't want his son playing football. Yeah, that's just... Everybody had to write a story about something Justin Timberlake was going to say, right? I mean, it was nothing, though. Now, this is the this is the moment where Justin Timberlake, because the big headline was, oh, the NFL can't be happy about this. Justin Timberlake says he's not going to let his son play football. Here's the actual audio from it, though. So you would support if he wanted to run some routes and get in the NFL? Uh, he will never play football. Okay. Uh, no, no. I, I mean, if he wants to get into the arts or sports, then, yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I would fully support that. So it's Justin Timberlake kind of saying it jokingly. Because it's you know it's not easy to get into the NFL, so he's kind of saying it like tongue in cheek, like ah he's never gonna play football. They not just like hey, uh, football is a very dangerous sport, and everybody who plays it for the most part has a mush brain after it. Uh, you yeah. know he didn't go into a big CTE <laughs> thing, a big explanation. He's like oh no he'll never play football sarcastically. Yeah, and like every single website covered it, like Justin Timberlake. Stuns at NFL Super Bowl halftime press conference by turning on the NFL saying he won't let us have play football. I mean, they just took that quote. That was the headline. Yeah, and then he ends it. He's like, yeah, if he wants to play sports or get in the arts or whatever. Yeah, sure. I'll just uh, support him. Oh, they don't include do. that, though. They no, they didn't include that. It, it it's always a- like, oh, the NFL must be livid this morning. Won't be happy with Timberlake. First, it was the boob thing with Janet. And now this. Not really. Kind of a stretch for everybody who wrote think pieces about Justin Timberlake saying his son can't play football. I think I'm angry at everything today. Everything that we've covered on the show today basically seems stupid to me. People freaking out about Timberlake. Eh, Groundhog Day. Eh. Never, I, everything we're talking about just seems stupid to me. What about those porta potties on fire? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Bing, what bing. about the... The Florida guy who's naked. Yeah, naked, work it out. Yeah. All right, well, that stuff's good. I mean, that's the normal stuff we cover on the show. Not everything's stupid. I mean, the, the a lot of the mainstream news. The oh, the mainstream news coverage today is just, is just stupid. Super Bowl flu. Uh, Black Panther is on its way to break the Fandango advanced ticket sale to be the uh, top-selling superhero movie of all time. It's going to be awesome. 
The biggest advanced sale, right? Yeah. You would think it'd be one of the uh, like Marvel movies, right? Like in Avengers. It's Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. <laughs> what an awful movie that was. Everybody was hyped, though, man. You know? They're like, all right, the DC Universe is going to bring it all together here. Batman vs. Superman. Wah, 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 wah. Not so much. But Black Panther is uh, on its way very close to breaking the Fandango top-selling uh, superhero movie of all time uh, record. Now, that opens uh, like in a couple weeks here, right? Yeah. Uh, Black Panther. Uh, February 15th. That's like the Thursday night. They'll have a few night showings there. Uh-huh. The all-time opening for February, Deadpool, with 150, uh, 152 million. So they're saying, I know initially it was like Black Panther could make 100 million. Now they're saying like, eh, maybe 120. It's got a ways to go. But I, it's possible maybe that it shocks everybody and beats Deadpool. But Within the next week, they're going to be like 150 million plus. Yeah. Biggest all-time opening for February is Deadpool with 150 million. So that's the bar there for uh, for Black Panther. We're a few weeks away from uh, Fish Fry Fridays, Bob, every Friday. Excited for that, right? Uh-huh. Such a thing around the Pittsburgh area. Churches and different fire halls having Fish Fry Fridays. And we just give a rundown in our own special way of local fish fries. I can't wait. Fish Fry Friday starts soon. I love how competitive it is. Oh, my gosh. Even, yeah, like, down to the sides. Yeah. You know? Yeah, hush puppies. Uh, thanks again to our friend Chef Thomas at Gecko bringing us the, uh, uh, there's the Captain. That's their fish sandwich. This just started at Gecko this week. So, it's Fish Fry Fridays have basically started at Gecko. Yeah, if you got the hankering. And you need a fish sandwich. The captain's the way to go. Uh, but their their other one, the skipper, like the shrimp po' boy sandwich mm-hmm. with the go-go sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, man. So good. I'm going to go get the skipper today after the show. Yingling beer battered shrimpies. Yeah. Ah, uh, the best. See what Olive Garden uh, has here? Is this nachos? Italian nachos at, at Olive Garden? That's their new thing there. Loaded pasta chips. Basically, Italian nachos. Pieces of lasagna as the substitute for chips. So just uncooked pasta? Is that what it is? I'm guessing. Topped with cheese, three meat Italian tomato sauce with chicken meatball sausage, spicy peppers, and Alfredo sauce. I mean, it looks good. It'll be at Olive Garden through April 1st. Uh, does it look good, though? Is that what it is, though? Is it like... If it's uncooked pasta, I'm out. That's gross. I don't think that's what it is. It's got to be cooked pasta, I think, though, right? Are these like... No, people are picking them up and eating them like chips, though. Like, uh, Really? Yeah, like it's a nacho chip, which is weird. Uh, it says the um, the pasta nachos, basically the, the lasagna chips, have a crunch similar to that of wonton chips, but don't crumble as easily. All right, that might be okay. Might be all in on that. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad. That's not as bad as they should have figured out a way. Planks of pasta. They should have figured out a way to make the the breadsticks, the chips. Yes. Then then yes. we'd be talking. Then we'd be talking. Then that'd be something special right there. I'd be all in on that. Uh, by the way, uh, now that we're talking about food, do we want to go to a Burger King here? Uh, where's this at? <laughs> Was that uh, in Nebraska? Is that right? Yeah. (laughs) 
I don't Since even, we're talking about food. I don't even remember what this is, but it's uh, well, twi- <laughs> It won't take long for you to... <laughs> All right. It's a quick 20-second story about something that happened at a... <laughs> I just have it up on the, the page here, and it says Nebraska Burger King. It's 20 seconds long. Police have arrested a Lincoln man for indecent exposure. They say 24-year-old man. Khaled Khalil was man. fully exposed and inappropriately touching himself. What are you doing at the Burger King? Come on, Khaled. Yes or no, he's wearing a crown. Mask, the creepy king from the commercials, the old commercial. Could you imagine walking into a Burger King bathroom and there's a guy in there with his pants down and one of the king masks on? (laughs) Oh my gosh! Or even just wearing one of those Burger King paper crowns. (laughs) I mean, he had to be. He went to Burger King. He had to get the crown. Man, how do you touch yourself at Burger King? <laughs> Eat of the moment, I guess. I don't know. Like, what? What is that pre-planned? You think that's pre-planned? Like, I'm going to go to Burger King and this is going to happen. Or does something happen at Burger King where you're just like, all right, that's it. I can't handle it anymore. I need to like, he saw there was a deal for, like, two Whoppers. Uh, He's like, I came for one I'll Whopper, but. Two of them and smush two. them all right down here. Can't take it. Smush them down there. <laughs> Getting hot down there and put this fire out with a couple whoppers. Smush the crown on. Oh, God. Happened at a Burger King on 17th and South Street. Officers say he has a lengthy history of narcotics and disturbing the peace arrests. Maybe it was drugs. I'm telling you. I would bet on that. Yeah. Don't do not do hard drugs. Uh-uh. You end up naked, uh, bur- touching Burger with a King. <laughs> like Burger King mask on. <laughs> I just saw this story. Father of victims restrained in court after lunging for disgrace to gymnastics doctor Larry Nasser. Give me one minute with that bastard, the quote is. So one of the uh, gymnastics victims, you know, the Larry Nasser guy, Michigan State, that's what started that whole investigation that's going on in Michigan State, and he was the gymnast doctor. And uh, what is it, over 200 victims now? Yeah. That have come forward? Yeah. One of the fathers of the victims apparently lunged for him, had to be restrained by bailiffs. Give me one minute with that bastard. There's got to be video of that, right? It happened in a courtroom. I'm sure there's cameras in the courtroom. I got to see video of that. I mean, if you make the move to lunge for him, they got, you got to get your hands on him. Yeah, you can't be restrained. You like, you have to stopped. strategically plan that out because you're probably going to get some sort of charge against you, you, you get, know? Yeah, you get one Attempt shot. to court or something like that. Like, you got to knock him out. Yeah. Yeah. Or hit him with something, throw something at him, get close enough to where you can like hit him with a chair or something like that. If you're going to go for it, you got to connect, right? I don't want to see a video of a dad lunging and not connected. You can't make like a scene and then try to lunge. You got yeah. almost like sneak attack. Erica tweets is here. Yesterday, my grandma told me to watch out because the flu's going around. <laughs> then she proceeded to go on and talk about how the news informed her how to eat party foods and said, can you believe people double dip? And she has the most serious look on her face. That's right. Grandma was watching the Today Show and Good Morning America. The Super Bowl flu. Oh, goodness. Oh, gosh. Did it's going around. If you share your snacks on Sunday for the big game, you might get diarrhea. I saw it on the news. I learned about double dipping. Yep. Oh, I never knew. All right. If we're having a party, all right, for the big game on Sunday, make sure if we're using cups, write your name on the cup. If I accidentally pick up a cup and somebody's got the flu, so I'm going around. Oh, God, I could get the flu. 
Odds Groundhog Day today. I uh, you want me to dig this up here? I have I have a Groundhog Day office monkeys from like years ago. I don't even know if it yes, holds. I want to hear I, it. I don't even know if it holds up though. I don't even know when this is from. But we used to do this thing on the show where we would type back and forth. It's called the Office Monkeys, just kind of like making fun of office life. You know, everybody has those those people in the office who are like snack monsters and cake in the break room. Of course, just those certain things that office people know about. You want a uh, Groundhog Day? All right, let's get to this here. Groundhog Day Office Monkeys edition. Get out the keyboards. It's time for Mikey and Bob to type back and forth as Betty, Marge, and Hank the Mailman. It's time for another edition of The Office Monkeys. Let's get the uh, keyboards out here. Get typing here. Good morning, Betty. Happy Groundhog Day. If the groundhog sees his shadow today, six more weeks of winter, Mm. kinda like I was just going to buy a six-foot salami sub sandwich for the office today, but then I saw my stomach and decided I was going to get 12 feet of salami sub, 12 feet of meat for Groundhog Day. I'm going to be so full later that you are going to have to handle me with gloves like the guy (laughs) in the top hat does to punk Satani Phil. That's what true friends do on Groundhog Day when you eat too much food, get those special (laughs) handler gloves out and uh, handle your Well, Marge, in honor of Groundhog Day today, I brought in my own special handler gloves and a top hat. I am going to go up to all the cute guys in sales and ask them if they saw their shadows. Uh Then I am going to pinch their butts Mm -hmm. with my Groundhog handler gloves and yell, Mm. Groundhog Day, pinch pinch. Mm. I am a groundhog that likes butts. Pinch pinch. Well, uh, sexual harassment for Groundhog Day in the office. Pinch pinch with the handler gloves. Uh, it's Mikey and Bob. Special office monkeys for Groundhog Day. Here we go. Well, buddy, let's not have a repeat of last Groundhog Day when you were in the ladies' room for over three hours because Uh-oh. you ate some of Susan and accounting sketchy sliders. Uh-oh. I remember yep. walking in and you were yelling, <laughs> I have a groundhog head peeking out, Uh-oh. and it can see its reflection in the water. Uh-oh. Six more weeks of snacks. Uh-oh. And then there was a loud grunt and a splash. And then I got in the stall with my handler gloves and picked up your groundhog baby and lifted him up like the Lion King. Six more weeks of snacks. Six more weeks of snacks! <laughs> Lift up that groundhog baby! Oh, I got it, I got it! I got it, the Lion King. I, I got a groundhog head peeking out! Here we go! It, it sees its reflection in the water! Alright, let's get uh, Hank the Mailman in here for a lesson hey here. Hey there, friends. It is me, Hank the Mailman, with a Groundhog Day lesson. Yep. Stay away from Susan in accounting's sketchy sliders. We do not need another circle of life toilet groundhog incident. Also, no sexual harassment. Yep. Just because you have top hat guy handler gloves on, does not give you the right to touch and pinch private areas on others. Happy Groundhog Day. Happy Groundhog Day. Nice addition to the office monkeys there. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96 One Kiss Morning Freak Show. All right, the uh, the videos out there now of this uh, father. He had a couple of daughters who were victims of the uh, Larry Nasser guy, the guy at Michigan State, uh, former U.S. Uh, gymnast doctor in court, and uh, the father is standing there and asks the judge for five minutes alone with this demon. The judge is like, "No, you know I can't do that." And then he's just like, "What about one minute alone with him?" And then basically he just Leroy Jenkins and just runs and tries to attack Larry Nasser, but is tackled by, you know, a couple of the officers in the court. If I was one of those officers, I would have like tripped on my way over to stop him or just like been so slow. Be like, whoa, hold on, boss. 
from across the court, I would have been like, stop, no, don't punch, don't punch that man. He should have just went for it. No. He shouldn't have talked his way into it. You think that's what it was? Yeah. You yeah. think it was the buildup where he's just like, give me five minutes with him and then give me one minute I with mean, him. I mean, you got to figure once he mentions that he wants yeah. private time with him, that puts the guards on alert. Yeah. You know? It does kind of tip him off to where like, oh man, this guy, this guy, this guy could go for it. They did cuff him up though. What? Guards just take him back to the same cell. Just like, here. Yeah, he said, give me one minute with that bastard as they're holding him down. There's like three or four officers holding him down and uh, handcuffing Sorry, him. Sorry, we cuffed you up in the courtroom let's just take you back to the cell oh larry's here i mean whatever whatever he gets for that is probably worth it like he's probably not going to get actual he's jail time get, for no, that right they're probably going to give him like a ticket or something like that that will be dropped for being the father that's all over the internet now to trying for trying to beat the hell out of the guy who abused your daughters like that's probably worth it right there oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah i could probably take whatever fine that they uh they would hand down it's a crazy video though uh, after the Super Bowl on Sunday, This Is Us episode on NBC, a lot of people that are fans of the uh, show This Is Us uh, know that one of the main characters, Jack, on the show, who plays the father, that's Milo Ventimiglia, whatever. Yeah. Um, he's supposed to die this episode. Is supposed to die sometime soon. It's got to be this episode, right? Uh, the uh, executive producer for This Is Us said, questions will be answered in a very satisfying way. It's not necessarily what people expect. Oh. But people will have a lot of the answers they've been hoping for. It's a very, very exciting episode. We shot it early, so we had extra time to make sure everything was perfect in editing. It was one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. I think it's really going to blow people away. Listen. If people stay up for it and then it just ends in like a cliffhanger or like nothing is really explained, just like, what the hell? Just It makes me nervous to when he said it's not necessarily what people expect. Like, yo, you better kill that damn dad. Like, he better die in that fire. Just like everything's building up to this moment. Like, you've been teasing his death for how many seasons this has been on? Two or three now? You've been teasing it the whole time. It's got to happen. Uh, everybody got a laugh out of Jeopardy uh, last night. There was a football category that nobody got one question right. Uh, here's something. Uh, football 400. I can tell you guys are big football fans. Yeah, yeah. Tom Landry perfected the shotgun formation with this team. All right, it's Cowboys, right? Yeah. Oh. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, do you think we should go to commercial? <laughs> Ryan? Take it on to 600. Turn okay, back. by signaling for one of these, a returner can reel in a kick without fear of getting tackled. Yeah, fair catch, right? Yep. Fair catch. Two clues left, Ryan. 800. Yep. These penalties are simultaneous violations by the offense and defense that cancel each other out. Offsetting penalties, right? And they are called yep. offsetting penalties. I mean, to be fair to the contestants on Jeopardy, you know, these weren't like... They were they were basic football questions, but you know it had to do with the rules and stuff. And right. you know, Tom Landry's coach of the Cowboys, like legendary from a long, long time ago. They aren't like super obvious or you know uh, questions that maybe just a casual football. They, fan they weren't would even know. they weren't even guessing. No, that. they weren't. They weren't. Let's at all. look at the thousand uh, dollar clue just for the fun of it. <laughs> Jimmy, you're a savage. As Minneapolis's U.S. Bank Stadium prepares to host Super Bowl Fifty Two. I'm looking at the Ring of Honor. They're doing like one of those video clues in Minnesota here. With names from this defensive line that took the Vikings to four Super Bowls. Uh, it's the purple people eaters. If nope. you guys <laughs> ring in and get this one, 
I will die. <laughs> Who are the purple people eaters? We're going to take a break. I have to talk to them. I like how he just... He didn't you, even if, give him a chance. If you guys get this one, I will die. No, didn't even give him the chance to answer the, uh, the Minnesota one because he's like, nope, they're not going to get it. So that airs last night, right? And it's pretty much gone viral this morning. Every sports blog is posting it just like, ah, look at it. Hey, nerds don't know football. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm sure these people are three extremely intelligent people. They just got all the football questions wrong, didn't know any of them. Then the official Jeopardy Twitter account so savagely tweets this morning, fun fact, our contestants answered as many clues in this category as the Browns had wins this season. Come on, Trebek. Oh, my God. I ain't the poor Browns. out of nowhere. I know we all don't like the Browns here in Pittsburgh, but man, the poor Browns. They didn't win a game all season. Their fans threw a parade. They were so awful. And now here comes Trebek from the top ropes. <laughs> you know, the Thursday night before the Super Bowl, the Browns are doing nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. The Browns are just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, Trebek, fun fact. <laughs> These contestants answered as many clues in that category as the Browns had to win this season. Trebek from the top rope. 96.1. Follow and tweet the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Ryan tweets here, just turned on the radio, and I have no idea what the hell is going on, but I like it. I mean, really, that could be tweeted us at any point of our four-hour show. True. And it would uh, make sense. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the uh, morning freak show. Um, There was something on ESPN.com yesterday. The biggest remaining hole and a solution for every Major League Baseball team. For the Pittsburgh Pirates, their remaining hole this offseason is ownership. Under targets, it says, if only. And the breakdown was, instead of fighting for a wild card, the Pirates decided to trade Garrett Cole and Andrew McCutcheon. Check back in 2019. I love how every other team, though, has like a pretty serious write-up, like what they could use, what they need, what they have to trade away. Yeah, like Cole is starting pitcher, second baseman. Yeah. And then the targets list what free agents they could be looking at. Pirates, whole ownership, targets, if only. Check back. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Vice President Mike Pence is uh, in town today uh, paying a stop in Bethel Park for a Rick Saccone campaign event. Uh, Rick Saccone is running against Democrat Connor Lamb to fill the seat in Pennsylvania's 18th uh, congressional district. Uh, Trump has already been in town uh, to campaign on behalf of Rick Saccone. We mention this because, listen... This vote's coming up on March 13th. It affects uh, a lot of people in the area. Allegheny County, Greene County, Washington County, Westmoreland County. A lot of different counties, cities in those counties Mm -hmm. will be voting for this on March 13th. The Republican Rick Saccone versus the Democrat Connor Lamb. And like I said, the president and vice president have both now been here campaigning for Rick Saccone. We bring this up not to tell you who to get out there and vote for, but March 13th. My gosh, if you're in the, the 18th Congressional District, and it's very easy to see what, what that is if you just, you know, Google it, whatever. Right. It's just going to it's gonna suck so bad if this big, you know, if this big race for a, for a congressional seat it goes, it goes through and it's like, oh, 20% of eligible voters voted. 
Uh, just get out and vote. March 13th is when it happens. Make sure you're registered. March 13th, the congressional uh, district, um, the 18th district. No matter who you're going to vote for. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a big thing uh, because this seats up and, you know, it's a Republican versus Democrat, basically. It's, Rick Saccone versus Connor Lamb. There's tons of commercials running for him already. It's one that matters a lot. March 13th. Get out there and vote. I just, it's just going to suck when, you know, all there is is politics and division in this country. And then it's going to be like, man, people should really care about politics. Oh, this big race. Uh, 20% of people that were eligible actually got off their ass March 13th and vote. So we bring it up just because March 13th, make sure you get out there and vote if you're in the uh, 18th district. All right. Let's see. What else do we got? Big weekend for the iHeartRadio app. Everybody gets it. Uh, all the features for free. It's an iHeartRadio all-access free preview weekend. You don't have to put in a credit card uh, number or anything. Nope. No, like, commitment. Mm-mm. You get all of the access to our iHeartRadio app, which means all the custom playlists you can skip. Is- Listen, like, on every other app, like, you get it, and it's free, and you can only skip, like, a couple songs, and then it plays an ad or only it won't let you skip any songs. Right now on the iHeartRadio app this weekend, skip as many songs as you want. All access is unlocked all weekend for free for you. And also, you can listen to Justin Timberlake's brand new full Man of the Woods album. And then uh, tonight at 8 p.m., exclusively here on 96.1 Kiss in the iHeartRadio app, an album preview with Justin Timberlake. He runs down his Man of the Woods album. That's coming up tonight at uh, at 8 p.m. So it's a big weekend for the iHeartRadio app. Make sure you have that downloaded and just play around with it. Check out all the features and see if you really like everything the iHeartRadio app has to offer. And it's got our podcast. So if you missed any show from this week, get caught up with our uh, podcast, Mikey and Bob podcast on the free iHeartRadio app. 12 more chances today to try to win $1,000. We'll give you keywords to text in 10 after every hour through 9 p.m. Penguins uh, tonight at home versus the Capitals. Oh, let's can, go, Pans. You can hear that on 105.9 The X2 on the iHeartRadio app. Ooh. And then, of course, the Super Bowl. How about Sunday. that big game Sunday, huh? Big game Sunday. All right. Patriots versus Eagles. That'll be a lot of our show on Monday. Let's talk about those commercials, huh? Oh! oh what were the hits and misses? Let's check the ad scores. Justin Timberlake halftime show, though. Really looking forward to just reading, no matter what he sings or does, just reading Justin Timberlake halftime Facebook comments. And probably, to be honest, whether no matter who wins the game, it's probably going to be some good just NFL Facebook comments yeah. after the uh, after the Super Bowl. So uh, already excited for Monday's show. All right, that's it for us. Ryan Sheikrest shows up uh, right now, but first we premiere once again top of the hour all day the brand new Kendrick Lamar weekend song from the Black Panther soundtrack. Here you go. Ninety six one. Radio world premiere. I go by the name of the weekend. His name is Kendrick Lamar. The weekend and Kendrick Lamar. Pray for me.